I think it just, was a mess. He said it was a mess. I think you just in the description say Charles they just burn talking. the episode. Just burn it. No, yeah, you just burn it. Just light it on Shush. fire. Burn it to the You've ground. Done enough. Uh, why have I done enough? Oh, that's what the name should be. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> burn it to the ground. It should be named "Burn It to the Ground." Next time, guys, I come in here. <laughs> We do what I want to do. <laughs> That's not my fault. That's not my fault. It came in with the spirit of the day. No, I'm you. You can take. You, you can take. No, that. leave it all. It's fine, man. So what are we supposed to do right now? Oh, oh, tell us. Uh, are we recording? Charles, are we recording? No, 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 no. no. I'm trying to wrangle the spirit of this podcast I don't know. away from you. I don't know if I'm here today for it. Well, I'm here for like full-blown Orange Fury today. Please don't. It's where I I'm am. I'm not in the mood. It's my yeah, disposition right now. So here's you the know question. What's interesting. Y'all like trying to the bring Orange Fury out, but when he's naturally... What are we saying, Blake? Do you think is... is uh, do you think that people at Saddleback Church are brothers and sisters? Do I think there are people? Yeah. 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 I think there are people. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I think people are like raising this to the level of heresy in an unhealthy way. What raising uh, like what to the, the level whole of church is like apostatized, like because they have female pastors. Yeah, they they've not been excommunicated. No, they're just not baptized. They've been disfellowshipped. Right. They've been disfellowshipped. These things are belong in two separate categories. I know, but I think that I don't think that that's common knowledge. Oh, well, I just wanted to come out and be like, it's a mega problem. <laughs> it's a mega problem? Yeah, mega you know church. why? Is that a mega church? <laughs> <laughs> With a mega pastor. is <laughs> like, and if it wasn't at a Mega church would it be a mega problem? Well, here's the real question. It seems like the only thing if you that you're doing is, hold on, if is you had, addressing mega problems. Yeah, if you had female pastors, is it a true church? Brother, they like I'm just saying that we disagree with them, but they have biblical arguments for it. They like they biblical use the Bible. arguments. <laughs> they have biblical they use the Bible. Arius used the oh Bible. Oh my gosh. You know what I'm saying? They 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 use the scripture and I think like not I mean, maybe we shouldn't. I, just shouldn't I think we here. should. No, I think this is almost like Greg. I want Kite. people to trust you. Hold on, this is all. This is like I Greg Kite wrong. becoming Lutheran. Who's wrong? Like I think that you're wrong to have female pastors. Yeah, certainly. But I think that they they <laughs> use the scriptures logically, and and build an argument from it. Okay, Lawson. What's the argument they make, brother? They redefine the word pastor to make it fit. No, I'm saying like they use other arguments that I think are erroneous. I know, like but move it. your sons and daughters will prophesy. Okay. But move it to your end conclusion, which I agree with. Is that they're not heretics. Right. And people are out here acting like they're heretics. Yeah, we need to pump the brakes on that. The leadership of the church is in blatant rebellion against God. Sorry. Like, I'm not saying that the membership, that every member in the place is a heretic. I'm saying that they are in blatant disobedience against the clear teaching of Scripture. Yeah, I you guess can I'm just say like, where does it again? Does it need to be... Um, let me ask you this. this is a, does it need to be reformed or burned to the ground? You burn it to the ground. But that's like... You burn I don't know, like, where is a... You burn it to the ground. Why I, can't you reform it's Rick it? Why can't they on top repent? Of that, bro? What? Huh? They should repent and reform. 
Yeah. Okay, sure. Like, repent and reform means burn the entire model to the ground, keep the people, and restructure it all together. Okay. What about, what about... You can't, you, like... What about campus pastors? Oh, burn that to the ground quick. Yeah, this is where I'm like... <laughs> but like, yeah, like... We, like, I would say the correct, healthy position should be reform it. Yeah, but you understand that, like, you can't say reform and then it be in, in totality something altogether different and pretend like you didn't create something new. Like, you created something new, right? Like, let's say, okay, so in a, in a parallel, not a parallel universe, a perpendicular universe, we're sitting around here, three women having a conversation. He at, gave no, no, no. what he wanted. We're sitting here having a conversation <laughs> about, hold on, hold on, no, listen. We're sitting here having a conversation as three women elders, right? What do you have to do to make that a biblical church? They have to step down. They have to all step down. You have to reestablish. Not a, it's, it's not a, a church it's full a, of women pastors. Like there what, are some what is there. That, 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 that's what I'm saying, though. Like it's not like yeah, man, they're only know. led by women. Is yeah, that what you're true. arguing? But about? I don't. Yeah, but yeah. that's but that's that's not the point. The point <laughs> is to say you've abandoned the biblical model. Not only have you abandoned the biblical model, I think you've assaulted women. I yeah, think you agreed. have invited like, women to disobedience against God. They, they are unfaithful shepherds who have invited women to disobey God and take up an office that does not belong to them. They're unqualified. I agree with you. I know you agree with me, but I don't understand why we're giving an apology for it. I'm not giving an apology no, he's for he's defending the fact that we should maybe take an approach to say it needs to be reformed, that they were disfellowshipped, and that's not equal to... But they were given opportunity to reform. They have apostatized, and they've been excommunicated from the evangelical I'm not, Yeah, I'm just saying, community. like, it, I, would, I would argue that it's not those a things are yeah. not Those yeah. things aren't correlated. Yeah, I think I, in some people's mind it is. Yeah, I'm not saying that yeah, they're... Like, oh, get yeah. out, and I'm you're not out of Christianity, too. <clears throat> I'm not saying... where you're at, Blake? Yeah. I'm not saying there are no Christians there. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that the leadership of the church is in blatant rebellion against God, and I don't understand how we under... like. What about John MacArthur? In regard to what? All this nonsense. If, if, if John MacArthur encouraged... There's something else out. We got to get him off of this. Why? Well, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what about, like, give me something. Like, I don't have anything. I mean, I don't. I, I, this, is, this is my whole thing. Like, I don't understand why we pretend like, like one thing is. So, like, let's take the sexual abuse things that have been that John MacArthur has been accused of. Now, John MacArthur has not been accused of actually I was not committing sexual that in abuse. Seriousness. I'm trying to put in. Oh, but but I mean, that's that's an actual argument that they're making. Is it's like it's like oh well, John MacArthur permitted a, a, a right a guy to go home to his wife and encouraged it, and it's like. Well, I mean, you can look at that and say they're the same thing, but they're just not. Like, one may be a pastoral error. I agree. Like, you counseled poorly. But the other one is a blatant rejection of the clear teaching of Scripture, which, which is a whole different category. Like, What Heinz, would you want the denomination to do? With Saddleback? Yeah. Remove them from fellowship. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing. Do we all do we agree on yes. that? Is yes. a, that, is a, that is not, that's, should have been done a long time ago. So what other mechanism is there? There isn't one. That's yeah. all you do. Right. So the rest of it's almost... Oh, here, let's back let it up. Let the God then. of the universe hold on, hold on. judge and judge yeah, sure, appropriately. Sure, sure. And all right, so a friend of... Let, let's, let's play the game. A friend of ours is making their way to, a, to, uh, to California. You encourage them to go to Saddleback? No. No. You encourage anybody to go to Saddleback? No. No. Okay, so like... Would you encourage them to stay at Saddleback? No. No. Like, run quickly. Would you give a defense on why they should leave? Yes. Yeah. 
I don't understand why we're doing this. I would just would give a defense on that they should reform. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Your definition of reform is burn the leadership to the ground and rebuild from the ground up. Is it not? Like the women, the women who are in leadership have to instantly leave. Day of, right? Yes. Leave is in all together. Like they have to abandon the position they're in. They can go back to being members. Right. Okay. But the men who are there have to either reform the their position. They could be staff members. What about the church at Corinth? There was a man who had his, his father's wife. Yeah. You excommunicate him and then you receive him back gladly when he's repented. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a, that's a vast difference between in leadership as a pastor. I don't or know. Another. The whole church was yoked in prostitution with this immorality. Yeah. We wouldn't burn it all the ground. You call them to repentance and they don't yeah, repent. You excommunicate. Like the same thing is applicable in this case. Yeah. You can I, have a really messed up church full of sin and have it reformed. Yes. I hear what you're saying. Through the biblical but I'm saying when I say when I say burn it set forth when I say burn it to the ground, I'm not saying let's let's take every piece <sighs> and and put it in different places. I'm saying like the leadership has to fundamentally change. It has to completely it can't be what it is. That uh, that to me is burning it to the ground. I don't I don't like there is no. Are you remnants. saying that hyper hyperbolic? What, what do I not say hyperbolically? <laughs> what <laughs> I say everything hyperbolically. <laughs> but like, like, let's be clear here: Are we getting actual gasoline. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're walking around <laughs> like Jer- like Jericho. It's like little gas. <laughs> you get seven out of here. Times. He's already said they got millions of square feet. It's going to take a lot of gas. It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah. how many drugs do we go? With? Yeah, all, all I'm saying is the leadership that is there. Like for it to be welcomed back into the SBC, everything has to fundamentally change. This is I, I no, just yeah. quite wrangling cats. Today. You're wrangling cats. You're the I'm fine. Cat. You're the missional cat. Say it like no, I mean, this whole podcast might just be. Titled. I don't want to do it. It's a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. I, I mean, say it like I don't want to. Like I say it like no. I, I said what I, I said what I need to say. It seems like there's something else there. I just like we obviously think that people who are egalitarian are wrong. Yes. Yeah. Y- yes, I think yeah. But like it is also a position that's not just like pulled out of a magician's hat. You have to give credence to the spirit of his argument. What I'm saying is, I hear the argument. I'm saying that. Go ahead. ahead. Like I, I would say there are people who believe in, yeah, who believe Christ, who are, who have trusted in Him, sure, for their salvation, sure. Who have erroneous ideas and have basically, I think, created a faulty hermeneutic. Sure. Who are still brothers and sisters. Are there egalitarians who hold to the dogmas of the Christian faith and are truly saved? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I just don't think that that's what's being communicated by like the burn it to the ground. You get what I'm saying? I do. I, I, I disagree, though. Okay. That's fine. Like, it, the issue is it's not a proper church. Yeah. And it's a, I agree. And it's espousing. And there are improper churches. Like, Presbyterian. Like, we would argue that Presbyterians aren't proper churches. Oh, hard to firm. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Like, if, if somebody was baptizing yeah, no babies inside the... the SBC, I would tell them, disfellowship them now. Yeah. I just don't think that we're giving the, the fierceness of anger 
To Presbyterians? Yeah. Well, Presbyterians aren't in alignment, like they're not inside my convention. I agree. Yeah. But I'm saying in general, like we're going after egalitarians regularly. I just think it's I one, just, I think it's I, one just, big example. Yeah, so can I, I say, don't think there's real... Hold on, I don't hold on, think hold on. Hold on. Okay. I don't think there's real teeth behind this. I really don't. No, what do I'm with What you. do you mean? Nah, it's, they're not going to keep doing this. It's Yeah, they're not. They use this they're as one big example. This. this is one big mega church, one big mega problem. And they're going to help, they they're gonna help the rest of the egalitarians You could go leave. through, bro, like churches around... I mean... Oh, no, I affirm. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you. it's all over the place. yeah. But I'm saying, like, like you, if they got you, serious about it, we should just start disfellowshipping like a bunch, like yeah, a like, bunch of churches. I, and, I, I, and I'm happy to keep hard it, to disfellowship all the people who are like pastors abusing folks and not repenting. Yeah. Oh, 100. percent Like that's like, what I, I'm saying. Like, this, this is not this is not an either or. For no, me. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I'm not saying yeah. it's you. I'm saying what the ethos I get is like egalitarians can burn in hell, but Presbyterians will go smoke a cigar with them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got, got a point. This is the ethos that I get. Okay, okay, but but under but I mean I think there's there's a vast distinction between the hermeneutics of a uh, PCA or RPC guy and the hermeneutics of an egalitarian. Sure. Reason, okay, hold on. How many egalitarians do you know who aren't liberals? Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Yeah, that's you see what fine. I'm saying. I don't like, know very many like, egalitarians. I, I, I know some egalitarians. They're all liberals. Like, that's fair. Like they they deny fundamental tenets of the Christian faith. They they welcome <laughs> LGBTQIA plus. Yes. Like yes. The, so, there's a hermeneutic that lands. I agree. So if there's someone who is an egalitarian that says men and women can occupy the very same roles and have the very same responsibilities, that has not continued on the train that they have gotten on. Yes. Um. Then 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 sure. Like, but yeah. I but it's like. But they're 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 all aboard. So it's just the question of when will your hermeneutic arrive you at the 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 actual thing that lands you in heresy. Yeah, that's it's fair. clearly heterodox. Sure. Like I'm not saying that if you believe women can be pastors, that is an instant you are damned. Right. I yeah. agree. A friend of mine actually thinks pedo baptism is, Revelation the, is, is the mark of the beast. You ready for this? Revelation yeah. two five. Yeah. Remember therefore from where you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. If not I will come to you and remove your lampstand yeah. from its place unless you repent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But is it? But is it a point where we would look at an egalitarian and call them to repentance and tell them that they are in great grave danger? No, I agree. But like, why aren't Wait, we doing that? To, if we're looking, we? if we're looking at an egalitarian, I'd do that to Presbyterians. Like you're living in, according to our belief, you're living in blatant disobedience if you don't have believers' baptism. Yeah, I, I to use your terms. So yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, I firm, yeah. We get very fiery about one and not the other. I don't know. I'm a pretty fiery Baptist. Well, I'm, I'm you, yes, but I'm saying like generally. Yeah, like okay. like if, like I would excommunicate someone. I think I can say. Let me rephrase. I would start the excommunication. I would. I would. Yeah, you don't have drive that authority it. on your own. I mean, I affirm, but I think we would be in agreement if someone was a, if someone said I'm a Christian and I refuse to allow my children to be baptized because they were baptized as a child. Yeah. You're being blatantly disobedient and you should be excommunicated from the fellowship. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, all right. Yeah. We're this all friends been, here. We're we are all friends here. We're best friends. Did we come to a conclusion? We did. I'm I'm happy. I said what I needed to say. I heard what I needed to hear. Where where does this originate for you? What have you seen? He's, he 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 probably saw me Twitter. on Twitter. Was it like, him? Was it him no. out there blasting? No. Guns blazing. It's just the, in general like the the snarky like treatment of this whole deal, this whole deal of Saddleback, yeah, all of it, and like the continual, <laughs> you know, like this is an argument that has gone on for a long time, especially in the SBC. 
And I just think it's it's fascinating to me that like it's like I'll smoke a uh, pipe with RC Sproul, but Rick Warren can burn in hell. You know what I mean? Like that kind of like. But the point I think the issue there is like I don't think that the major points of disagreement are your landing. I think it's there's there's a lot that lands that that lends to where you've landed. No, I agree. Yeah, but I think that that's part of. The calling for repentance is calling for repentance of pragmatism and yeah. like all of those things. Those are root issues, and yeah. we're like we get fiery about the one thing, but it's like there's a lot of other yeah root causes that we could not be snarky about and, this and is be constructive about. Stuff. This is headline stuff. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I would. That's all it is. Like it. I mean, I hope it's more than that, but it just seems to me uh, like, yeah. hey, yeah. we've we've done a lot of messy stuff. What can we do? Yeah, it's well, big. If we Something don't big, <laughs> so let's let's ex- yeah, if we don't back. hold people yeah. to the confession, we might as well not have one. I affirm. Yeah, and that's kind of the yeah the difference in opinion in the SBC is like you can be part of it if you want to be part of it, but like why have a confession then? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think there are people who which are, is what the Baptist faith and message. Yeah, yeah. two thousand. I, th- I think there are people who are Trinitarian heretics. Who are a part of the SBC? Yeah, and they and they they should have been the very first ones excommunicated. I mean, Tom Rainer sold all sorts of stuff under Lifeway nonsense, bro. Oh yeah, nonsense. yeah. We don't need to get into all that on this episode. We don't. No, there's so much. <laughs> what is it? I mean, that dude jacked up. Like, yeah, he like was on Lifeway's payroll for like a year or two after really? he quit working there. They bought him a fancy car. Fancy. He used basically the clout he gained at Lifeway to start his own publishing company. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And somebody was promoting him, like Sin Network or and, somebody. Yeah, and basically like, like all his sons are like in this Baptist space because of him. And yeah, it's a lot. Wow. Nepotism, huh? Seriously. Never knew it would exist. <laughs> Only in the world. What are you doing, big fella? I'm glad you got rid of that, uh, I know, that therapeutic water bottle. Maybe my mom, she got fake things at Christmas. <laughs> I love my mom. You can do it, big You're boy. the best. All right, I did it, guys. <clears throat> All right, so any conclusion? <laughs> Who's got can I water? sum up this conversation, though? It sounds like this, needs, uphold, this is going to end up being we uphold, its own episode. We uphold the dogma doctrine discussion things that we say. We affirm yes, those. Yeah. I, I know you do. I'm, okay, I'm speaking for myself. Speak for yourself. Which brother. means that there are some things that are particularly stupid that fall into the doctrine category that are like, it makes me ask the question, can you possibly hold to the dogmas that are here? Right? I think this is real. So like egalitarian is one of those where it's like, you say you're an egalitarian. It's very difficult for me not to assume that you also have faulty understandings of dogmatics because there is a hermeneutic that lands you at egalitarian. It's fair. I agree with the Denny Burke language of egalitarianism is one of those doctrines that leads you worse places. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. Because there's no, there is no, though I, I do think it's a bad argument to say that you can't be this because it leads you to this, right? I think that's a bad argument. I agree, but it's like, I think it's a word of warning. No, no, I agree. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm not buffering him. I like my natural disposition is like, if you walked up to me and said you're egalitarian, my natural assumption is that you were already fully engaged with everything else that comes along with it. 
I'm just saying I've never met an egalitarian who is like, here's exactly what I believe. What would be a tolerable, functional egalitarian in your mind? Uh, a unicorn. Okay, so explain what this unicorn is. So uh, you're saying a, it doesn't a, exist. A, yeah, yeah. A, uh, an egalitarian who is who is reformed. That's what I, I, I knew it. Yeah, it's not real. They do. There's a couple of them. That's not. Isn't uh isn't uh the dude who wrote that book that we both loved an egalitarian? Who? Um, I'm, I don't want to speak wrong of him. If it's not the rise and triumph of the modern self, isn't Carl Truman? Uh, Carl Truman. No, Truman's Carl uh-uh. Truman was Carl. Tr- you can look it up, but Carl Truman separated himself from Amy. Ask AI. No, no, yeah, ask AI. <laughs> Carl Truman ex- uh, re- removed himself from Amy Bird because Amy Bird was censured by her presbytery. He separated from her because of her book, um, yeah, I know. Recovering from Biblical Manhood and Womanhood, which is literally a book of hot garbage. It was a good read, though. I do love those reads. She has a whole chapter. I mean, he might embrace, he might embrace uh, females, uh, women in the diaconate. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's... I think you might could argue he's a soft complementarian. That's fair. Complimentarian. Yeah. Complementarian. Who's somebody else? Who, who? We don't believe that there's a reformed egalitarian. I don't know how you can possibly be a reformed <laughs> Why? egalitarian. Why is that? Because there's a hermeneutic that you have to adopt to become an egalitarian that essentially says, I can make the Bible say the opposite of what it says. Mm. It's like, I do not permit a woman to teach or exercise authority over a man. Uh, what that actually means is, I permit a woman to teach and to exercise authority over a man. Like, that's what you have to eventually reach, which is, or you have to say, ah, oh, that was cultural for that day. And if that's the case, it's like, well, why, why, is, why does he cite creation? Yeah, so what if there's people at Saddleback that don't, aren't functional egalitarians? They believe in a complementarian relationship between sure. man and wife, yeah. but yet they tolerate, for whatever reason, yeah. leadership to be in an egalitarian oh, I'm sure that's uh, real. role of authority. Yeah, I'm sure that's real. I, I just don't know why you would do it. I mean, what if you have, like, what if you're there laboring to reform it? Are we going to, like... I mean, I'm just trying to figure out. No, like I, I just don't know why you do that. You're you, like there, there has to be a recognition at some point or another that you're in a church that embraces these things, and if you're in a church that embraces these things, you either can say, "All right, well, I'm just going to swallow these, right, and I'll be fine with it," or you can say, "These things are clearly contrary to the Word of God. I'll find a church that believes the Bible." But how long has this been happening in the midst of the SBC with Saddleback? Because it's not like there's all no, of a sudden, yeah, like, but, but they it happened because but they, they were did a fellowship. Public, like they've been doing this for a while. Well, they publicly or I mean, like he got up there and like this is a. I mean, you can watch the video. Rick Warren walks up there and says, to, "I mean, he he was proud of it. He said today yeah. we're going to ordain." our first female pastors. That's the language that he used. And so, like, I don't know why we would look at that and be like, oh, that's not what he meant. It's like, it's Rick Warren. What if our missions agency tolerates it? Then that's problematic at, at, at best. You know where I stand on this. Like, Do you send them dollars? Even though, let's say it's happening with 10% of the mission. <laughs> this is why we send money directly to people. Right? Like, I... I yeah, it's the money that binds. No, like I like that's where it money gets matters. Really messy. Yeah, you one thing you've taught me 
Don, is that money matters. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, like, you know, it's like you send money places, but money is money is a vote. <clears throat> yeah, it is. It's a vote. And so, like, I, the way that I've thought through that is all I'm saying is, like, I, I have a new appreciation for what one believes as expressly attached to the dollars it sends. Right, like you, you tell me what you believe. Oh yeah, yeah. By, by where your money goes. And, yeah, like, give me your checkbook and let me see where you're spending. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You can learn a lot about my life by where I spend money. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna learn that yeah. I love Jersey Mike's, y'all. Double me. I went to, I went to uh, Poke World today. Poke. Oh, brother. Poke World. I don't care. It Down was across from East no, High bro. It's there's one in Olive Branch. Olive Branch. It's in Target, and it or it's by Target. It it blew my mind. It was amazing. Ramen, incredible. Oh, ramen? You didn't have poke? You didn't have poke? No, I got ramen poke bowl. Poke world? And it was amazing. Poke. They don't call it ramen world. Uh-uh. It was, it, was, it was better ramen than that ramen place in Overton. What's in Overton? Flame? No, Flame Ramen's Talking off, about, off uh, of Overton. Off of happy, happy Crazy Noodle? No, I don't know what it's called. It's not that. I it's like, like crazy oh, noodles. you're crazy talking about the one in the house. Ramen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that one's fine. Takisui or it something. It was like, uh, like it's yaki. expensive to go. This place, yaki my meal was like 13 bucks. Man. Yeah, it was good. All right, so I came in here ready to talk about other let's talk, things. Let's talk about other things. All right. So Ash Wednesday. <laughs> We're going to talk about this? All right, talk about Ash Wednesday. So this morning. Uh, I was, uh, oh, he's going to do it. Let's do it. You want to do the intro, so because this isn't clearly whatever you had planned. No, I mean, I'll just I'll do an intro later. Okay, and then he can edit, he can it, edit in. it in. So, <laughs> this is the producer's episode. I feel like this is this is like we we're mad about something, so let's come in and do it. Yeah, and I wasn't. I've got well, enough. actually, I am mad about a few things. <laughs> go ahead. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first, then I'll go. I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you have? I had some things. Would you? Have? But you, my issue is, hold on. My issue is, I send a. Let me back up and say, I go to Coulter Wall. I get COVID. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shout out to Coulter Wall. Yeah, it was Thanks, Coulter. It. Dude, he's so much better in person than he is on Spotify. Stop, oh my Stop. goodness, the gravel, the baritone, the. I don't care about this. You look at him content. and you're like, no way, he's twenty yeah. something years. And he's old. like, yes. it's All like, right. what is happening? Yes, amazing. Yes, I told Blake. Next time he wants to go someplace, talk to me. I told we'll work all I literally this told him that I would cover for him, and he said no. Yeah, he wanted to do a different thing. I understand differences on the things, but that's not what I'm getting at. So I had COVID, and then I, I didn't feel it until Friday night. I had a tickle in my throat. Dang it. The tickle. I was eating pizza, and my throat didn't feel right. I looked at you, listen, my throat doesn't feel right. What does that mean? Don't know. Went to bed Friday night, dude. Every hour on the hour, it seemed a car wreck was happening in my throat. <laughs> like trash. Was sick. Mm. But I had to go to work Saturday night and be a host at a place with clients. And I took a nap. I never do that to get ready to go. I mean, we left, we left the we left the thing before it was even over. Like Sheesh. the lights didn't even come on. The house lights didn't even come on. So I wake up Sunday morning and I go to sip the coffee. First off, I slept till 845. No alarm in the guest bedroom. Okay. Mm-hmm. I take the sip of coffee. Julie leaves. Coming to Sunday school because we have Sunday school now. 
And I took a sip of coffee. <laughs> it felt so warm and good. And I was like, ah, oh, it was good in my throat. I took another sip. I'd already told Julie I was coming. I'd be here at service time by 1030. Took another sip. And I was like, that's weird. It's warm. But it just tastes like water. <laughs> Hot water. <laughs> Had no taste, no smell. I send both of you a text that says, hey, man. Hey, fellas. Not feeling good. And I put some words to it. You know how many responses I got from y'all? None. Zero. Yeah, we were Sorry. Busy. My son was busy burning his fingers off on Sunday. <laughs> Bro, they looked awful. <laughs> they looked terrible. What? It was like he dropped big the iron degree on burns? his fingers. Like it's probably second. Yeesh. Like the whole time. All right, of you're off the fingers. Hook, Thanks, Don. So Lawson. I was preaching. Uh he always uses this excuse. I know. So I just nailed him with the superhero I'm saving the world. I owe Drew Thomas for that. His go to move is I can't do that right now. I got sermon prep. <laughs> I ask about the baptistry. I go, oh, bro, did that old hose work? That I, It was a new hose that we bought for renovation. I literally called Blake and asked him what to do, by the way. And he goes, oh, no, that one's dirty. I go, what do you mean? It's out front because that's where he left it. Well, after renovation, I went and got it and moved it to the room. It's one of those big expandable hoses that will mm-hmm. grow like 5,000 feet. He's like, oh, no, no, no. I called and Charles. I'm a hyperbolic one. I called Charles and said, hey, Charles, I need you to cover this. Get the baptistry in the hose because I have sermon prep. That's not what I said to him, actually. And I said, bro, your sermon prep is like get you out of anything. But it's like, I need you to run to Walgreens <laughs> and get a thermometer and some... Pepper <laughs> test. Pepper yeah, test. <laughs> Hadn't's not well. <laughs> and Rowan's vomiting. <laughs> and it's a Monday night. He'd be like, I, I can't. I've got sermon prep. Hey, brother, and you got to start prepping for the next sermon literally like 1 p.m. on Sunday. That's why I normally you gotta get, you gotta get your mind right. Yeah. Yeah, everything, everything in his life that he doesn't want to do, no matter when it is. She wakes him up in the middle of the night. Can you get me a glass of water? <laughs> I can't. I got sermon prep. Everything. Can you go start those clothes in the washing machine? It's like, why don't you take the I trash can't. out? I was thinking about my sermon. <laughs> I actually don't see why this is that funny. <laughs> it's real. It's not real. It's, it's, it's built like, in. Bro. Everybody, built everybody in. who knows me knows that I like do two days and then pass that. It's just funny, bro. Yeah. That that would be the it's, would be the preacher's. It's excuse. just Saturday. It's Hilarious Saturday. character. <laughs> yes. Huh? It's we Saturday. All know that you, it's Friday and Saturday. You slam a sermon down on a, on a well done sermon, <laughs> like six hours. <laughs> The rest of the time, you're just flaming on Twitter about egalitarianism. (laughs) (laughs) That's not real, by the way. (laughs) Making AI pictures. I do that at night. Last night, I read Ash Wednesday. Okay, Ash Wednesday. All right. So today, where Protest of Grace lives, it is is Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Which is a papist tradition. So I work at a entity. Yeah. With this, are you wearing your Southern Baptist Theological Seminary? Have you worn that all day? All day, I love it. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> so we have chapel first thing this morning, which Oof. is not normally normally have it midday, uh, and you have to wear a tie when it's chapel day, and it's a big special thing like it's Ash Wednesday. So the first thing the kids do, they come in chapel, and our speaker, which is usually like a teacher or a chaplain from the school. Today was, I don't even know, speaking of egalitarianism, the lady's title, 
mm-hmm. but she is the way she explained it was I get to go to speaking engagements for the bishop when the bishop is busy doing other things. Sermon prep. So we got yeah. So it's, it's all comes together. So we got like the backup bishop, um, and she says. You know the thing that they say. Around the word bishop loosely. They think the thing that they say when they give you the ashes is, you know, it's it's a quote from Psalm 103. I don't know. I don't participate in papist tradition. You're you're Uh, educating me. It's so like you are dust and to dust you'll. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay. And so she says in her homily. In her homily. Yeah. Yeah, he's already covered this. He wasn't listening. He was. She says in her homily. Okay, she says, I mean, this is to remind us of our, uh, like, death, the fact that we will die, that we have an end. But really, it's not merely the dust of death. Oh, you always got to love that. But it's also don't stardust. What? <laughs> she hit him with the stardust? Again, said, show me, show me a, show me a, show me an egalitarian that's not said, a nut job. Honestly. She said the stardust. She said when stars, supernovas explode, I mean, they let out a lot of stardust. And she said, and honestly, that's what we thought. That's how we got our moon. Was that (laughs) something hit the earth and stardust moon dust came out and then created the moon. And she said, "So it is. It is about your your mortality. You should think about your mortality, but also this stardust connects all things. Like got into like some like Star Wars religion. That's like new how profound age, did she bro? think she yeah. was being? How profound did she think she I was don't being? Know. I think she'd probably given the spiel a bunch of times. Yeah. So <clears throat> then she says, and it's a reminder that we're all connected. We all have the image of God in us. Based on I the believe even my cats." have the image of God on them, even though they tried to eat my breakfast this morning. <laughs> she hit him with a little joke. And no one laughed. The whole thing. Well, because you can't, because the whole thing is laughable. <laughs> the whole thing's a joke. The whole yeah, thing's but, a comedy. I don't know where but to laugh. that's what's sad is that no one else thought it was. But, you know, like no one else thought the whole, I don't, other people did. I have, and this yeah. is why you said it's good that I wasn't there. Yeah. And but, so yeah. I, you know, my dear brother, I mentioned in the sermon a few weeks ago, that I met, like, who works there oh, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. He's a Presbyterian, but we still love him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> you said we smoke wa- a cigar with we him. We <laughs> walked to class. We walked back to class together, and it was just, like, unspoken, like, because there were kids around. It was like we looked at each other, and we just, like, didn't say anything. <laughs> and we were probably, like, one of, I don't know, 10 individuals on campus without black foreheads. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm proud of you. I mean, I am. If you came in with ashes on your head today, oh, how man. are they getting them? What do you mean? They're in little bowls. They're not really ashes. It's like dust water. Yeah, it's liquid. It's like black. Yeah, it's, it's like no, it's ashes mixed with water. Yeah, I don't know if they're legit ashes. Oh, it's like were they burning the palms bonfires from the, last night? And it's supposed to be the palms from the previous Palm uh, Friday. Hmm. Well, there's a couple. Why in the form of the cross? Because it's a papist tradition. So basically, I think the real reason that it exists is to remind you after you went crazy at Mardi Gras Mm -hmm. that like you can 
be penitent, right? That was the whole reminder of like being penitent, which I'm like, I'm down with, like, right? Repent of your sins. I'm down with that. Uh, what I'm not down with is again the public display of righteousness, but also the way it was explained this morning. Like, there's no universe in which I'm like the the correct response to this is that I need to get some ashes wiped on my head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just, yeah. Like that never would. There was no connection me. for me, and it may be because I'm was just not familiar call? with this. Was there a call for action to now come get the ashes? Yeah. Or? So it was like basically like be the Lord loves it when we're penitent. Come get ashes. God, such workspace, bro. Oh, it, it is. And it was like, and then we sang Be Thou My Vision. Oh. And I was like, all power is just lost from this. Well, from her context, yeah. Yeah. Like that did song you hit without the your, truth. Did you hit him with your Baptist? I sang, I sang loud. And they changed Light the words. Light beams from your eyes. And I sang the right words. They changed they the changed words? They changed the words. You yeah, should turn like, them in to try CCLI, to make them more, less clunky. We should turn them in. Copyright infringement. Yeah, let them know. It's inappropriate. You can't do that. Yeah. Anyway, actually, you'll get sued. It was an interesting time. I'm glad that I saw it, just to know what kind of. I grew up doing that, bro. Stuffs out there. Say what? Methodist, bro. The Methodists do do it. I asked a friend of mine last night. It's weird. Julie grew up Methodist, and I've never asked her if she's axed her. Yeah, taking the ashes. Grew up doing it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I carried the palms in on a Palm Friday. I've actually, I never knew about this until college. When I was in the Delta, there's all these Catholic people, yeah. like a bunch of like Italian oh, yeah. Catholic oh, people. Oh, yeah. Big Catholic heritage, Italian and, heritage there. Yeah. And so I just saw it one day. And I was like, why are there so many people with dirty foreheads? Like, this is how sheltered of a Baptist I was. Oh, growing I was the up. same way, dude. <laughs> I was you, the bro. same way. I, this was, I was working at uh, like, 18 years ago at a bank and one of the ladies that works there as an assistant she was on the phone I needed her to do something and I was like child got dirt all over her forehead and Can I did you wash your hands I did one of the she's on the phone and I was like uh you got some and she's like mouthing she's like it's it's ashes and I was like yeah yeah I know <laughs> get them like kid you need a towel she's like she was like Give me the like, like, hold on, just go away, go away. I'll tell you in a minute. I come in there, she was telling me, it's like, ah, it's a Catholic thing. Huh, interesting. Weird. Yep. Is that rain? Yeah. It is. Wow. Dude, on the way here, I almost got in the rain. You already told me the story. We are, we are, we are recording a podcast right now. So I turned on. Is it even real? Is this a real podcast? Yeah. I turned on (laughs) Scorpions, the band. We don't know who that is. Do you know this? We don't know who that is. Scorpions. I still don't know. Your, I mean, what's it was her, what's pouring her down song? rain, and I turned on, I don't know, I probably shouldn't say their song. Yeah, probably not. Is it inappropriate? I mean, is it? I don't, I don't know. know. Rock you like up. a hurricane? Mm-hmm. Is it? I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> we should bleep it all out. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to bleep. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, it is a classic rain-driven song. I mean, it was coming down. Let's look at They look like a rock band. They look like a band called the Scorpions. Yeah, it's... Let's see. Wait. The irony that Don was listening to this in a Subaru... 
Yeah, and it was pouring down rain, dude. There was a wreck that had happened next to me that I drove by. Blue lights are coming down, like barreling, like the Subaru's got water splashing up over the hood, and I'm just rolling. And I'm like, off of the podcast. Oh my <laughs> what is gosh. That? That's the spirit. So I walk in, and he's like, Lawson's on one about Twitter and being an apologist, and read that exchange. Read it. I loved when you were doing that. You're reading it. Read it. I don't want to. Why? I mean, it's out there for the public to see. Yeah, they can read it. I just precept somebody. What does that mean? It means precept. that. It means that you, whenever you're having a conversation about someone and an atheist says, "Well, that's evil," my response is always, "Well, yeah, who's the arbiter of that?" Yeah, it's like, well, by what, what is standard evil? is it evil? Huh? What is evil? Yeah, it's like, by what standard is it evil? And then, you know, the response, like, the issue is they're having to borrow from the Christian worldview anytime they say something's evil. Like, they, and it's true. Like, they, they know when something's evil, but they know when something's evil because there is an ultimate good and they mm. can't get away from that reality. And so it's mm. easy to look at something and be like, oh, racism's evil. And it's like, yeah, but, but how do you know that? Mm. And so it just, it, it's an, it's, it essentially is a trap and they've got to be able to answer the question, why is it evil? They have to borrow from the Christian worldview. And it's like, stop coming into my world. And borrowing from my worldview as you're making an argument against it, you can't do that. Did you win the argument? I mean, I was arguing. Is it finished? Yeah, they. I mean, they're done. Yeah, they're done. Yeah, they were like, "I'm muting you." And I was like, "Okay." Dude, cool. did you see? Did you see that the game that Greg Kite played, Regenerated Radio? About I grew up, I am, and I could see myself being. <laughs> yeah, answer that. Everyone, everyone didn't do it. I know like you can't. Wanted. You have to play by the rules. Okay. No, he's wrong. He's wrong. So let me. No, let, Greg's wrong. Let me go find dear brother. I grew up SBC. I currently am SBC holding on by a thread, seemingly. Uh, <laughs> Who says that? That's what he's saying. Like, I don't oh, know. oh, oh, oh. Like, so, all right, here's the, hold on, let me frame it. So this is what you have to ask and answer. I grew up, I now worship in, I could see myself becoming. All right, Blake, so answer it. I grew up SBC. I now worship in Reformed SBC. I could see myself becoming non SBC. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's yeah. good. I should have done that. Yeah, non denom. I should have done that. That was the non denom. I mean, baptistic non denom. Yeah. yeah, somebody asked me this question. Technically, ago, SBC is not a denomination. If Mercy so. Hill didn't exist, where would you go to church? Me? No, somebody's asking me. Oh. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't know, man. I mean, where would I go to church? I think I probably know the answer to that. You do? No. Well, tell, tell me where I would go to church. <laughs> no, no, not you. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm saying, I was like, like, for oh, me, I'd know. Yeah, I, like, if I, if I lived here? Yeah. Yeah, I would probably go to either, um, I'd probably either go to Southwoods. Okay. Or I'd go to um to Redeemer. To Redeemer. Uh Ben Williams. Oh yeah. Kubi. Yeah. Kubi? Josh Cooper. I think that's where I go. <laughs> I might I might go to um I might go to Cedarview. <laughs> Your friend group's gonna be like Wait, what? <laughs> Why not my church? <laughs> yeah, I think I think I I don't think any of them would be surprised that I exactly what I said. <laughs> this man also said with that same friend group that you had steak and wept. With men. What was that? What? Do you remember this? <laughs> we said online, like, 
Better when, when are you gonna have steak with us and, and weep and weep? <laughs> I don't remember doing the weep thing. Yeah, it was weird. It was like steak and weeping. <laughs> like it was like we sat around and ate steak, and the steak was so good. We it was salted we with our tears. Yes, <laughs> right. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm, I'm just and I'm I'm gonna use a name here because I honor to whom honors do. John Allen May, yeah, can cook one of the best steaks I've ever eaten. Like for real. Jam. Shout out to Jim I don't remember Allen. the weeping thing, but I think it was probably something along the lines of like y- you need you need actual pastoral relationships. Yeah. Like you need you need to have now I ha- I have I think I have actually teared up with every single one of those men on various occasions. Yeah, of course. And so like Wait, I'm just where's Lawson Harlow at? I'm just saying like every every pastor needs pastor friends. I think part of associationalism is gonna take a couple months back. <laughs> I know it. Ow. So make them spot me. I think pastor I think associationalism <laughs> is pastoral associationalism. Like we're actually friends and dependable upon one another and love one another and root for one another Where actively. Is it? Agreed. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Lawson, you said I grew up Methodist and SBC. I really did. That's well, real. No, that's Lutheran. Were you Lutheran? What were you? I'm from Grenada. Bro. You were you Episcopalian. Think Episcopalian. Yeah, I went to Episcopalian church for a while. I don't know if I'd call myself Episcopalian, but I but I went to an Episcopalian Methodist church. Methodist SBC. I mean, you're like the kamikaze. I call myself a gypsy on the baby. Drink machine. Did you ever do yeah. it as a kid? Gross. Yes. <laughs> I call it that. Yeah. Suicide. I called it a suicide. Yeah. Yeah. It was kamikaze. No, it was you know. Kamikazes in, in Pearl Harbor flew the planes same into meaning. Pearl Harbor. It yeah, means the same, same thing. Meaning, but difference of so, generation. Uh, Bro, kamikaze's so better. We weren't better. alive in World War II. Yeah. Don, so I we don't. Really <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> Your goatee says that you might have been. <laughs> All right, you said I grew up Methodist and SBC. I now worship in... That's a, a particular Baptist. A particular Baptist church. What does yeah, that mean? But, I mean, like, if, if someone... We, we are a particular It means Baptist we believe church. in particular redemption. Yeah. That that's a very specific. I mean, yeah. Someone so asked me what that meant the other day. Particular, like what it meant that we were particular Baptists. <laughs> we're the North Mississippi boogeyman, huh? We're the North Mississippi boogeyman. Oh yeah, hundred percent. A lot of people because we don't. Oh, we don't really. I mean, we're not like in your face advertising. No, but like people. What it, what it, no, but people that we're particular Baptists. But we also like, you get don't, in here. It's a I, sweet fellowship. Yeah, I don't care. Like, oh, I love these people, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait. Are you a Calvinist? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hit you with, how'd yeah. you get involved with the doctrines of grace? <laughs> yeah. It's like way in the back. It's I do dark. think our reputation precedes us, actually. I you think, think that so there now? are. Yeah. I, think well, I mean, our talk. reputation was set before our, like, the reputation of this church was set, frankly, not by, not by us. No, I agree. Yeah, That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. it was set by, set by others. Oh, on our behalf. I mean, not, not in a good way. Not, right. not, not <laughs> like, I, like it wasn't like Air this quotes. is yeah, yeah. on our back. <laughs> yeah. If I were to, if I were to like actually brand. Yeah. Like markers of our church, uh-huh. I would say, um, I would say, I would say particular, meaning that we are particular Baptists and that we believe particular uh, redemption, particular atonement. And I would, and I would also say like, I don't want to use like nine marks. But I, but I would, I would emphasize a, um, a precise ecclesiology, meaning. Uh, oh, regulative. I would say regulative, regulative, regulative principle, principle of worship. Yeah. We could really scare some people off if we just listed all these things out on our church sign. Yes, like a particular regulative principle. Yeah, sixteen, eighty nine, forty five. But you know, like even then, like the sixteen eighty nine, I get. 
One of my favorite. Because what is I'm working on it. One of my favorite. One of my favorite things to 1689 do. Sixteen eighty nine. The one is to make. No, yeah. sixteen eighty nine is, is strictly Sabbatarian. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's so like. And what, one the of my other favorite one is things like to do London Baptist Confession. The first, the first London, and then the second first London. Second. First London. Yeah, like you. Yeah, like we've 1689 and 1644, and there's 1644. a revision in 1646. But like, yeah, I mean, y'all. Which both, one do we? Which one do we favor? Holy moly, bro! <laughs> there's a book I ordered. No, read. you didn't order it. I ordered it. <laughs> What's the name of that sweet little book I'm gonna read? It's the. It ain't little, brother. I know it. It's so big. It's not that big. And besides it's not that, the one like, he was holding up, a picture, and it's like this one, yeah. it's like an encyclopedia. So, so, but I mean, this is where. <laughs> What's I, I the would, name of the book? Holy moly, bro! I forgot the name of the book. I don't have it here. There's two. There's one that's an exposition. Why isn't it here? I was because it's to get in my it. office. I mean, at the house. I'm in your office. It's in the office. He tweeted of the house. it a couple of days ago, but again. It's it's all about I'm optics. Oh, <laughs> bro. So, but but you've read the you've read through the sixteen eighty nine. Yes. This is just an exposition of the. This is the exposition of the sixteen eighty nine. It's the called for the vindication of for the, the truth. vindication of the truth. And the for other the one is to the judicial the and impartial reader. And but that one is an exposition of the first, right? But not the first in and of itself. And so, like. This, the, the distinction between a 1689 and a first is going to have to do with um, what you believe probably about... Um, you know, I don't think there's much distinction in the beliefs, to be honest with you. There's some things added. There's some things that are not present. What are you doing? <laughs> are you listening to a voicemail right now? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> and so there's, there's distinctions, but I just I like the first better. I think the first serves a church better. Than the second, so that's what you would use if you were going to market the church. Yeah, I, I would say I would, but I mean, frankly, the term "particular" essentially lands you. Like, I don't know if I'd advertise this is our confession, but it's like part of part of what we believe is very clearly and concisely stated in the first, and I think the first represents Mercy Hill better than the second. Why do you think a non-particular Baptist church planted a particular Baptist church? Let me ask you this follow-up question. Would this particular Baptist church plant a non-particular Baptist church? Are we going to publish this? Yeah, no, this is the weirdest. <laughs> Can we just call this podcast Rambling? Yeah, sure. Okay. <clears throat> um, Ramble on. So Let's this particular Baptist church was planted by a, uh, a fellowship in another wonderful fellowship that I love and appreciate. Um, but Wade, I do, I do like Longview. I think Longview Point's a great church. I'm grateful for those guys. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I just feel weird. So anyway, your hands a lot. I am using my hands a lot. Um, (laughs) and there's mics on the wrong side. That's what I'm very uncomfortable about that. But you know, the guy who interviewed me, he, he knew exactly where I stood. He didn't have an issue with it and that's perfectly fine. Would I plant somebody who wasn't, um, probably not. Why? Um, I, well, number one, I think it's it's better for our association and cooperation in the future, um, which is helpful. Like, I, I, I don't want to be at odds one way or the other. I think there's a methodology that is associated with that that I want to continue and to see progressed as well. And I also think that our area, like assuming we planted locally, needs more churches that are, that are of like-minded uh, faith and practice. Do you think every early church was particular, the ones that are recorded in the New Testament? Do you think there was this great distinction? I I think that I think that early soteriology was Calvinistic. Yeah, yeah, bar none. I'm because it, because I believe it was Pauline. 
Yeah, I don't think it was polarizing either. No, I think that it's pretty Julie clear. Julie always, like, Julie blessed me one day. She's like, looks at me and she goes, you know what? I don't know where to say what the big deal is. Because it's just there. It's just there. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't offend me. Yeah. And I'm like, that's pretty helpful. Yeah. You know? Because, like, the whole thing is, like, I don't I don't want Calvinist doctrine. I want biblical doctrine. Yeah, yeah And so it's like, yeah. I'm not trying to go to Calvin to understand what I believe about soteriology. It's I'm going to go to the Bible. And what the Bible teaches me lines up with what I see as, like, the five points of Calvinism. If you didn't have those five points, my theology wouldn't change. Like, if, if, yeah. these, if these were not written out right, as you didn't tulip have or whatever. Tulip. Yeah, like, right. if, you, if you called it, if total depravity didn't, the terminology didn't exist, my understanding of, of man's natural state wouldn't change. As a matter of fact, my theology... Bankrupt and busted. Yeah, my, my, yeah. my anthropology, what I believed about man, was established before I ever knew what total depravity was. Yeah, same, same. What were you going to say, Blake, a minute ago? Oh, I was. This is back to the will, would we plant a non particular Baptist church? I think pragmatically, it just wouldn't be likely because yeah. the men who we are raising up yeah. to be elders, like who we're raising up who could be elder candidates, are being formed by us. Yeah. So, but like, it, they would be formed in similar theological veins to us. So, the practice is different, right? Like, they went out to grab somebody. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm so saying. Like yeah. our yeah. our process would be like we're raising you up. At but least I, but for, I wouldn't have any issue if you went out exteriorly, exterior and grab like, another person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I don't think there's any issue, but I think the model that we've created is not really even on purpose. It's just kind of happened. Yeah, people have just shown up that we have plenty. Like you if know we, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Like if we had an immediate need right now, yeah, right? Of course. I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know if I have anybody except for. I mean, except for you, Blake. That I would be like, all right, go mm-hmm. right now with them. Don't kick me out. Um, but don't go. So, but I mean, we have guys no, who are certainly <laughs> who Walk are certainly plank. on their way to that, right? And I would like to give them more time to mature and be prepared and to be able to walk into that really well, mm. but. That being the case, it's like I would be okay with going and getting someone else who I have known for years. That would be that would be my one caveat. It's like I I'm not interviewing you. I'm I'm calling men I know. I've seen their manner of life. I trust them, and then I would be willing to say come for six months a year. Like and, and the, only, the only way that I would get to this point is if it was like we just didn't have the we, we were busting at the seams or something like that. Um, yeah, but I even think like that's going to be more of a hurdle. Like the men who are raised up here have developed <laughs> strong relationships here, and people will automatically want to go with them. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree, and I hope that's the case. Like, I yeah. hope there are people sure. that are like, "Oh, if they're going, I'm going to go with them. I trust him." I, you know, I think that would be that's best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just odd to me, though. What that you were. Who I am? Yeah, you are who you are. Yeah, no, they, that they, is odd. <laughs> very, it's very insightful. Yeah, that that you were selected as a um, I don't know, highly talented, gifted individual. Oh, yeah. it's the nicest thing Don's ever said to me. Always working on sermon prep. Always working on sermon prepping. That's right. Um, yeah. that went to maybe a a planting or a, a model. Yeah. That would be different than what you would model now. Yeah. So I guess my question would be, like, this seems to be a world where it'd be like, if you found that same guy again, that was different, that was like, just had 
like had that ability and gifting, but yet didn't have that uh, framework around him to be sent, but yet maybe had some um, doctrinal differences. Yeah. Like, is there an opportunity to bring somebody in and then be able to train them up from a non-particular to a particular? Yeah, I think I think that happens all the time. Yeah, I think that happens all the time. Yeah, that happens all the time. Yeah. But I mean, my thing is, if you're going to be an expositor, you'll probably eventually land here anyway. Actually, I think my favorite thing is that we have we have welcomed brothers in who, like, were Calvinists, be like they knew the five points, yeah, and they have developed a more robust yeah. picture of the theology from the Bible and figured out how it touches everything else. Yeah, like ecclesiology yeah. and all of that. Like, I think that's the cooler thing to see. Is like people who came in with knowledge of the five points just because I don't know, I think those they have become popular. Yeah, they are. They're fatty. What yeah. does another elder look like? <laughs> what do you mean? Here. At Mercy Hill Church. What does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, we're we started this whole podcast on lightning rod questions. Questions. <laughs> you realize this? That's no. all this is. This is all this is. This is the lightning rod episode. In a lightning storm. Is it lightning yes. outside? Please Holy tell me it's lightning outside. <laughs> is lightning rod in a lightning storm? That's there the name of the episode. I don't know what it is. We're going to have to get Charles to be like, the following is not normal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have no liturgy. <laughs> I think it would look like it. Uh, a Dead. man yeah. manifesting himself and like the Lord bringing a man up. Will he? Oh my goodness! Bro. Will he occupy the pulpit, or will he not occupy the pulpit? Depends on what does it depend on, Lawson? Gifting, ability, desire. Gifting, ability, and desire. Yeah, I like that. What would be the bare minimum? Bare minimum <laughs> responsibilities, activities oh, no, based man. on shepherd the flock three. of God, <laughs> able to teach, opportunity to teach. But opportunity to teach doesn't mean pulpit necessarily. I know, and I was thinking about this because I really yeah. enjoy, uh, I do enjoy it. There's a great weight to it. So it kind of, there's a weird balance between yeah. the homily at the table. I feel like I really, I really enjoy that. I think it, it, it affords me a spot to be able to look back into the Old Testament. Not, and it's just not me like making things up. I think the table does this. Yeah, it, yeah. It connects, yeah, it connects both sides of the Testament. Mm-hmm. And brings them culminating at the table of our Lord, and so it like gives you this landscape to be like, I'll bring some old, put the new. Here's what it looks like, and it's super visual, right? Mm-hmm. Very prophetic. Mm-hmm. A lot of shadows in the Old Testament, a lot of fulfillment in the New, and so I really enjoy that um, desire, right? Not to preach, like I don't, I don't really desire that. I don't, I don't want to invest in that i mean like, the homily is literally yes it a, is yeah yes yeah. but somebody said to me the other day like they were like yeah so i wouldn't want necessarily to do a homily yeah and don't know that i would want to preach but i would love to teach and i was like huh that's interesting i never thought about that yeah it's a there's a distinction between preaching and teaching yeah yeah but I think an, like an elder has to be able to teach. Able to teach and actually executing that office, that, that task in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah, so like I think that can take place. I don't think that necessitates public. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. I also think that 
the able is the operative word. Like if me and Lawson both couldn't taste our coffee one Sunday. Yeah, it's real. You could handle it. Yeah. 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 So like I think he, he actively prays against us on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, that's the reality of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Why are you shying away yeah, from that? Well, you know, it's like the thing the issue for me is I think I, I obviously embrace and not only embrace, but advocate for the multiplicity of elders. The and I, and I mean that I should say multiplicity of equal elders, which is not a first among equals, right? I do think I do think that Scripture does give us a category for um, elders who who are given particularly to preaching and teaching, right? I mean, I think that's the, I think that's essentially pay grade. Um, I mean, it seems to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the one thing that I perhaps I, I wouldn't say this is a struggle for me. I think this is just this is a matter of the gift things that God's given me and the desires, right, that God's given me. It's like, Blake, you're out of the pulpit for like, a, you know, four weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And normally... Six sometimes. Sometimes six. But he gets on one in Romans 11. Maybe it might be nine weeks. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> you, but, but you preach once, and normally after you preach once or, tw- or twice, you're like, all right, bro, you have it. take a couple. Yeah, but I, I don't think... I don't want this to sound bitter. Because it's not, but like I think uh, part of that is the fa- the fact that it's not what I get to, like it's not my full time job. No, that's not that, that's not bitter. Okay, I, I, just, bitter. I didn't want it to sound petty. Like, no, being I don't like, it's petty at all. Like I think part of it is like I think I would enjoy preaching more if I had the bandwidth. If yeah, if I wasn't divided. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear that. But like, if I'm out of the pulpit for two weeks, I'm like dying in a corner. Yeah, I know you lost your mind. Uh, <laughs> The first time it happened in Romans 8. I mean, he was like sitting here just like pacing in the small office. I know. Like you can't even really pace in there. He's just turning back and forth. <laughs> just bumping into walls. Yeah. Uh, he's calling his mom. The second Connie, time he did he's better, weeping though. to Connie while he's I think the steak. second time I was real tired. I preached back to back in Romans 12 and it, I think you were I was really on vacation tired. one of them, wasn't I? I don't know, but you were better that time. Yeah. But I, I mean, yeah, I think, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, I don't, I don't know how much more I'm. I would be glad-hearted to give away. Yeah, but I also think that as the church grows, there are opportunities elsewhere. Yeah, that, I, I hear that. I think that's fine. I mean, if if we're if there are other opportunities, like I'll be glad to give away other opportunities. But I, but Sunday morning for me is like there's there. So I'll say it this way: the Sunday morning for me is both one of the most. Um, and I mean, I think you'll agree with this, but it's one of the most draining and filling moments of my of my week. And so, but but like pulling away from that for a week is one a week is okay. Two weeks, I'm like, I don't like this. Um, but it's like, but to me, it's like there's there's just fire that exists in my chest up until the point there's another opportunity. Yeah. I agree. And so, do you think the congregation should look at us different in regard, uh, like in, in responsibility, and yeah, just like how? Yes, yeah, I think they should. I really do think they should. And I think, uh, I think so. If I could go back and, and qualify like elders again, I would, I would go in and say there should be expectation based upon, <laughs> um, based upon availability and um, 
I'm trying to think of the word. I don't want to say pay, but I think that's what I'm thinking of because I, I think you should expect you should expect honor. More f- is that the word you're looking for? No, no. I think you should expect more from me than you expect from Blake, and I think you should expect more from Blake than they expect from you. Yeah, um, because I think that there is there's financial reimbursement for that. There, it's it's a matter of giving, and I think an understanding of the lay elder particularly is something I've worked through because there needs to be an honor. That is that is given to the to the lay elder who says, "I don't want a single dime from this church. I simply want to serve it, mm-hmm. right? That's appropriate and and is honorable, and it should be seen that way. And they shouldn't they shouldn't expect of you, Don or Blake, what they expect of me. They should expect they they should expect a lot. I'm not undermining that, but I'm saying like they're they shouldn't expect to reach you at one a.m. or nine p.m." Or, or nine a.m. Like that's you know, so that's 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 a way that I would. No, I think, that, I, think that. I have seen. I mean, you mentioned it already. Like you've worked through some of this, and some of this has been processed. I think we've all benefited from it. Mm-hmm. Where I think early in the early days, like there was a cookie cutter mm-hmm. version of elder, and this elder was going to do these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and it was me. Like it was like what he's doing. Everyone should. Yeah, be everybody's yeah. going to do this. It's not real. And that way, everybody looks at us the same equally and there's not a first among many you know yeah, what i'm saying it's yeah, like yeah. no no no. like we can still have that equality we can have yeah. different roles and responsibilities we can all be equipped but yeah there's just different relational depth there's yeah. different talents there's different exercising there's things that are done behind the scenes and in front of yeah. the house back of the house you know all, mm-hmm. all of that i think all that culminates in um yeah having a varied um a, a congregation that has a varied outlook on their elders but yeah. yet all of those elders do something different, I guess, is what I'm yeah. trying to get at. And I think, but I think that's the bottom line: is that when uh, when you see an elder body as a as a decision making body, merely a decision making body, then I think you miss a lot of what you're talking about. That's like the varied ways that we shepherd mm-hmm. the body. And I think when we think about pastoring, like a lot of it is shepherding, and there are ways that you shepherd that Lawson doesn't shepherd and I don't shepherd. True. There are ways that, I mean, I think about the ways, in a lot of ways, how you shepherd us. I think that's a helpful, yeah. distinctive. And so when you think about elders as a shepherding body, like I think the temptation is to think, because we didn't really grow up with the term, the temptation mm-hmm. is to think the elders just make the decisions in the back room and then we figure out what they are. Mm. But like the reality is like we the decisions are part of the bigger picture of shepherding and mm-hmm. we all have the different ways that we shepherd mm-hmm. uh, and the varied responsibilities in that shepherding. And so like, I think there, I th- again, when do we have an elder is like, at what point do we feel that we can't shepherd effectively? Mm. And I'd say on that, like you should, you should not expect, I would say membership should not expect to develop as deep a relationship with every elder as they have one. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that's really freeing, too. I think that's freeing for congregational. I think it cuts the weirdness out, like, relationally. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think we should not acknowledge distinctions and and not force or expect that same depth among all three at all. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that if 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 you aren't willing to accept, like... The or you let me rephrase. You should be willing to accept one elder's um, 
discipleship, counsel, affection, whatever it is, and understand that you are that in that you are not being neglected, right? Mm-hmm. It's like all is not um all is not necessary. That that's actually the beauty of having a multiplicity of elders. If if we don't do that, if everyone is required to build the exact same relationships, depth, discipleship, the list goes on, then then there is no point of having a multiplicity of elders mm-hmm. at that point. It 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 just becomes draining on everybody. At that point, it's like let's just go back to the single model, and because because we're our bandwidth is going to be completely used regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. Is there any other polarizing topics we've missed? Here? All right, here's something. Okay. Here's something, and then we'll be done, I guess. Um, I want to start. Yeah, we're playing this game. We're doing it. You opened it. I want to start a Saturday morning. This man's always. He said, he, "Hold on, hold on." I thought you were sermon prepping on Saturday. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry, prepping. We'll do he it on said, the day he you're goes preaching. out all on social media and goes. Then I'll I, be. I haven't. Yeah, hold on, let me say this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clean all this up. I, this man goes out on social media and said the best decision he ever made. Taking Mondays off. Yeah, and yeah, I sure. said I tweeted and deleted. Multiple times. What'd you say? Oh, you're must sassy. be nice. I'm trying to get like you, my boy. I just want you to respect my Saturdays. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the best decision I've ever made is taking Saturdays that's off. That's funny. That's actually funny. Uh, <laughs> that makes logical sense. Yeah, I that, yeah. I'm still going to say what I'm going to say. Yeah. Though, so. Monday was, a, as yeah. you know, a federal yeah. holiday. Yeah. And so I was at home. And... Uh, <laughs> Sarah like looked up at me from the couch on Monday and was like, "We got a Monday family day." <laughs> we did. Yeah. Like, yes. I was like, "Yes, we did. Yes, we, we did. did. It feels yeah. good." All right. So, all right. Now say it. The thing you want right, to start. So I want to start a. I want to start a. This is based on questions that have been asked and th- theories, theoretical things that Blake and I have talked about over the last like five years at this point. I want to start a Saturday morning once a month. <laughs> One Saturday out of the month. Stop! You're laughing. <laughs> Julie's already hung up. <laughs> uh, I, you don't have to be here. <laughs> Enjoy your Saturday. All right, give me that back. I'm we did that. used to do this. We did used to do this. So once a month, I want to start a Saturday where we go through. I, I've got it all planned out. Yeah, well, I know. I've got. I want to go through the first London first. Okay. Then I want to That's go the through. That's the book I ordered. <laughs> That you, you got an exposition of the first you one. I gave you the first on one forever ago, okay. bro. So the first, I want to go through the first London. Then I want to go through Old Testament biblical theology. That book over there by Van Pelt, and that one has a New Testament counterpart, which is uh, a he New likes Testament. Van Pelt. I do like Van Pelt, bro. I'm saying he, no, I like Van Til. Van Til, Van Til. Well, Van, Van Til's good too. Uh, that's what I meant when I was precepting somebody. Precept is Van Tilian. Yeah. Okay, um, and then a New Testament. Biblical theology as well, and so you just open up. But here's the here's the catch: you've got to do your reading, and you've got to come prepared to actually have a conversation on the reading. And you're shaking your head no because it's not real because it didn't happen last time. Because it didn't happen. That, like here's what got me last time. This is what irritated me last time. It didn't happen, and it was men who were like, "We're going to go into like this is the purpose is pastoral training." Ninety percent of them showed up without having done the work, and I'm like, "Guys, like you're why are we doing this?" It was really annoying. Yeah. Oh, so this would be for men, just in general. Yeah, just in general, like not egalitarian stuff. Holy moly! I was actually thinking. Full circle. I was. Full, I was. I was actually thinking. Like, do I? Is it open or closed? I thought you were saying this was for pastoral. I training. don't really. No, no, no. It's not. That, that's that's what I'm abandoning. Uh, it's just. How you say in general? Yeah, in general. If you have interest in these things. Yeah, come and on. Would like to. Yeah. 
How long does this last for? I don't know until we're done. When's it start? Tomorrow. No time in his brain. Like, I want to know on Saturday what time it would start. Oh, nine. Nine a.m.? Yeah. Nine is the most annoying time to me. Why? Because it's not eight, not ten? No, because it's not earlier. Yeah. Because it's like nine is like one of those times that's like, I'm going to lose the rest of my morning. It should really be seven. And possibly my afternoon. And be done at ten. Yeah. No, it'll be nine to to noon. I mean, your day's shot, bro. I tell you, no, it's not. Your morning. day is well spent. Your breakfast is junk. Yeah. Lunch is trashed. Yeah. yeah. No, you go to lunch after. We'll we, go to po- we go to poke hey, world. We'll work. The, I'm we'll glad work you're saying poke out. now, not poke. Because well, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come with me to poke world. <laughs> <laughs> it's a store that's filled with sticks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. right. <laughs> uh, Charles, I don't know, man. No, no, no. We need a Bible verse. Or we just want to abandon the liturgy altogether and I'll just wrap it oh, with a thing. I got it, 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 I got it. But you got to give me a second. Uh, this is kind of the banter episode, but it was serious banter. Yeah, that dude that uh, Greg recommended our podcast to, I hope he doesn't start with this episode. I know, right? <laughs> I think this is a great episode. You need to tweet him. No, but I'm saying he's not going to get a flavor for yeah. what it is. <sighs> I wonder if any other podcast responded directly to him. Nope. Nope. Yes. Oh, man. What? No, this is good. Dude, where's Romans sixteen twenty four? It's been a lot of. <gasps> there, oh, that's a good man, question. More textual criticism in it. Yeah, so there's it. it it's, it's identical it, to twenty though, right? Yeah, I don't know. Julie said there was a big conversation about. It, but we need to hang up. We'll come back. To okay. That. Uh, <laughs> so Colossians four, five. So in conclusion, Lawson has a Bible verse five and six. Okay. Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. So I'd like to thank my fellow elders, Lawson Harlow and Blake McCullough for the time spent today. Fellas, you are the eye in the middle of my hurricane. That's weird. My brothers and my friends, Godspeed. I'm uncomfortable. No. No? Should we? Welcome to Products no, of Grace, a podcast by Mercy Hill Church. My name's Lawson Harlow, and with me today I have Don Terrell. Don, we don't know what we're doing today, so we're just going to talk about random stuff. Uh, no, don't do that. Yeah, don't do it. That's Take not it. canon. Take it. No. No, Take I it. think that you just, in the description. What do you think, Charles?